Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Time now for the Bradfoe Show with Rob Bradford. With Rob Bradford on WEEI. WEEI. And streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. Enough of the national shenanigans. Let's go. Let's get local. Let's get local, Kyrie Thompson. Let's get local, my friend. Yes, sir. Let's do it. All right. Hey, it's good to hear from Kyrie Thompson. Uh, WEI.com does a great job covering the Patriots. Joe Braverman behind the glass, already off to a good start, spinning the ones and the twos. Excellent job, Joe. You feel good about this? I feel great, Rob. I don't know about you. I feel great. Well, no, I mean, it doesn't matter about me. I'm just asking about yourself. So you have to feel good on President's Day. Yay, Presidents. We're, yay, we're here for the president, Skyrim. Yeah, they're kind favorite, of important. Who, maybe who's your favorite? Give me your. I love a good power ranking. Give me your top three presidents of all time. There I mean, you go. I've only been alive for like. No, no, three you don't months. have to be alive. I mean, you don't have to be alive. But I mean, I mean, you, I'm just talking about overall. You're a history buff. You dig up dinosaur bones. You're an expert. I don't when like. It comes I don't like football. human history that much. Human no, history is bad. Dinosaur history is awesome. <laughs> um, <laughs> human history. History is yeah, bad. human history is terrible. <laughs> uh, yeah, in a lot of ways it is. But still, just give me. Say you're in sixth grade, and, and your teacher asks you top three presidents. What do you got? Um, I probably would have gone with Lincoln first. Yeah. Um, and then let's see, Lincoln. <laughs> We're off to a flying start here. Lincoln, Lincoln, and Lincoln. <laughs> All um, right. How about how about let me let me let me think about this. Uh, all right, we'll all right, Link, Lincoln, Lincoln, George Washington is the is the OG. Yeah, and um, give me the wild card, the wild card, Harry Truman. There you go. I'm putting. <laughs> no, no, you know what? Okay, here we go. How about uh, uh, FDR? Here we go. FDR, FDR. That's FDR, a good one. Yeah. Uh, oh, I Joe... forgot about Teddy. Teddy could be on. Teddy could be four. Teddy, I feel like in the social media era would have been awesome. Oh, Teddy would have lit it up on Twitter. <laughs> oh my lord! <laughs> there he is. He's he's uh, he's bungee jumping while killing something with a, an enormous rifle. There's, yeah, there's you know, our president. It, it's wild because actually, now that you mention it, right? I'm like thinking back to this. Two thousand, yeah, two thousand eight. That was my senior year when Barack Obama was elected. That was. Wow. Wow, that was a long time ago, man. It, it, it is. It seems like yesterday. But, yeah, I mean, that was a long time ago. You know why I know it's a long time ago? Because that's when the Red Sox were really, really good. And there was a lot of fans at spring training. When Barack Obama was elected, there you go. Put this in, put this in context. There we go. You, have, you had 2008. Let's go back in the time machine. 2008, you're coming off a of World Series. Uh, Obama actually flew into Fort Myers. I remember one of his first orders of business was because it was like the foreclosure capital of the world in Fort Myers. So they closed all the roads. You had this really entertaining team. You had this really enthusiastic team with a ton of personalities, with a bunch of stars. You had, by the way, at spring training, a crap load of people where I think they were even charging people to get in to watch the workouts. I mean, I'm talking about pre-game, pre-schedule workouts and selling merchandise and selling hot dogs and all of that. And, and Kyrie, I can tell you, and I'm not, I didn't really want to start here because I want to get into your take on Jason Tatum and the All-Star Game stuff, but 
I since I am Rob Bradford, this I'm Rob Bradford, Joe Braverman, Kyrie Thompson. I know, I know what this is. I mean, you you, you got to understand when it's the Bradford show, there's got to be Red Sox talk. Yeah, and I, but, and I and I want to feed some of that later on. I, I want yeah, I yeah, want to stoke yeah. your ire. Uh, but I do want to because you had a tweet about Tatum and and, and the Celtics, which <laughs> which is like it's basically a layup. This is going to get us through like the first hour. And by the way, after the first hour at three o'clock, Red Sox president Sam Kennedy to be joining me here up in the booth on the broadcast booth at JetBlue Park. But I just want to say this, Kyrie, before we get to the Tatum stuff, is that it is striking how few people are here. It is striking. And I don't, and some people like may not, oh, there's some people here and they're happy. I mean, it's not like there's nobody here, but we're talking about school vacation week. We're talking about like, this is supposed to be the destination. You come down to see the stars of the Red Sox up close and personal and everything else. But if you want to go back to compare it to 2008 or even a couple of years ago, it is night and day. And anybody who says different just hasn't been around. I mean, it's, this should have been a wake-up call. And I'll talk to Sam about it. It's fine. You know, I think that this is a wake-up call. But, yeah, so anyway, we'll, we'll get to that later. What I do want to talk about is a team with stars. And that is, you know what All team stars. that is? <laughs> I mean, it's amazing. It's amazing that there is a team in Boston with stars. Because the Patriots. Actually, we got, two, we got two teams in Boston with stars. Yeah, the Bruins. Yeah, no, they have stars. Absolutely. Yeah. But but we have the two teams that were supposedly the straws that stir the drink when it came to the, the attention of Boston sport, the Boston sports landscape for a long time, the, the Red Sox and the Patriots, and they're starless almost. So you have the Celtics, which is they have the biggest stars. I remember a couple of years ago, Kyrie, I entered the conversation about the face of Boston sports. This was a couple yeah, of years ago. Yeah, I remember ago. that. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so... Was that like uh, our first show? Uh, maybe, maybe. My I always, goodness. I always default to it. But I said the... Um, I, I, I took the, the easy way of just yeah. getting conversation going. I said, oh, Xander Bogarts. Sure, okay, Xander Bogarts. But Tatum was the obvious one. Yeah. Jason Tatum was the obvious one. But I said at the time, A... You really hadn't, at that point, he really hadn't won enough. And B, he was so young. I mean, it was, yeah. it was still time to sort of establish himself. And then nobody at that time, this was, again, a couple of years ago, was saying, oh, there's a top five player in the NBA. But as we sit here, I'll do it again, man. Like, I'll do it again. I'll reintroduce it. Face of Boston sports, it's a no-brainer right now, isn't it? Yeah, I would say so. Uh, also, to, to the text line saying Obama was elected after the 20. 20- you know, 2008 season, so it's like they weren't coming off the World Series. Yeah, but they had just won the World Series the year before. Right, so that's the, my the Red point. Sox, the Red yes. Sox were still really popular. But, yeah, I would say that, that Jason Tatum is undisputed number one. And I think the interesting thing about that is that Jalen Brown is probably in your top five as well. I mean, I would feel like he would have to be in your oh, top five. Oh, for face of Boston sports? As, as well, like as most recognizable athlete. In Boston sports, I would figure he's probably up there as well just because the Celtics are so good. They are the best team in the NBA right now. And you've got this dynamic duo, which honestly they might be the best duo of players in in the league. I think they probably are. And with that, it, it's really interesting because as you've seen Tatum gain that level of supremacy in Boston sports – the takes have been getting progressively worse. And 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 I, I just feel like there's this part where do we even do we even like having superstar play do we like having superstar players in Boston or we do do we just like to oh, have we them like it. so that as, we can crap on them? No, no, no. As someone who has been walking into the Red Sox Clubhouse saying, Where are all those superstars? Yeah. I, I can tell you it's better than not having them. It is better and, and this is also a business thing. I mean, this is another Sam Kennedy conversation. But it's it's a very real business thing. We say, well, who is the 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 player that the little kids are going to wear their jersey of? That put the name on the back, and that's a very real thing. But I want to go back to what you said about Tatum. Um, so I want people to weigh in because obviously the Tatum Brown thing is a huge huge deal coming off the All Star game. There's a few tweets before I get to yours, Kyrie. <laughs> I want to get to Bob Ryan's. So Bob Ryan was six hours ago, and Bob Ryan, obviously the GOAT when it comes to uh, basketball reporters. Um, He says, I love basketball. So by definition, I have zero interest in the NBA All-Star game, which is deteriorated into a ludicrous farce. Believe it or not, once upon a time, the greatest players in the world wanted to play serious basketball, not engage in defenseless dunkarama. 
All right, before we get to your tweet, I want your take on that because this is the all-star game. First of all, first of all NFL, just give it up. Please, stop. Stop. No more. No more. You, uh, somebody can they blow. Got to make money off it somehow. Come on. Well, you know what you do. Uh, I have a solution to all of this. But before I do that, I I was watching that flag football thing, and I'm thinking these guys could blow out their ACL just as much as playing a game almost, and it's less entertaining anyway. So Kyrie, what's your take on? Uh, you know, I am never going to say old man yelling at clouds because this isn't what this is. I agree with Bob Ryan, but what's your take on it? I mean, in terms of I have zero interest in the NBA All-Star game, I'm going to keep it real with you. I didn't watch it. I kind of have stopped watching it. I watched the highlights because I know what this is, you know, and I'm not going to get, I don't know. To, to me, it's like I, I don't know that I find it worth being really mad about it because, look, here's the thing. Yes, there was a time, and this this goes back to, this really goes for any sport, really. There was a time when all-star games were taken really, really seriously where everybody's going at each other as hard as you can. And in the MLB, you had guys running over catchers at home plate because because <laughs> it's like, yes, like we're the best players in the world. We're going to go at each other. There's so much money in these games now that you don't want to do that. Like You don't want to hurt yourself trying to be a hardo in an all-star game and cost yourself millions of dollars. Like, like think about what happened, right? So Giannis had a wrist injury. Uh, you know, Giannis and LeBron both both had were, were nursing things coming into this game, the all-star game. Giannis only plays one play, and he's like, nope, I am out. I've got a wrist injury, not risking this. LeBron was only there for a half because he's like, look, i got to save myself because I'm dealing with some foot and knee, whatever it is. Well, it's and like, he hurt his finger earlier. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's like the All-Star game just isn't that big of a deal. Like, it's fun. It's supposed to be an exhibition. Now, I will say this. I'm not going to sit up there and just have it on in the background so I can watch people just jack threes and throw terrible passes and really do dunks that most of the time aren't really that noteworthy. So, so yeah, no, I, I absolutely understand not loving the NBA All-Star game. I think it was reborn for, for just a little bit of time a couple of years ago when they started this whole teams format because then you would start to see in at the end of the games they started tightening it up and playing actual defense and taking it a bit more seriously but now i think the shines kind of come off it a little bit especially since the captains of both of those teams went out with injuries so yeah it's kind of gone back to yeah they're going to each score like 200 points and no one's going to give a crap about defense. So yeah. I get it. Yeah, I, I think that you summed it up. You say, I get it, right? I mean, that's what we understand the dynamic. And I think that the, the what we saw last night was of the ilk, more of the NFL, which it became, here, go ahead. It, because even when they were scoring 200 points before, it was there's a little semblance of basketball within there. There's no semblance of basketball other than you know the, some fun one on ones with Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Yeah. You know that's good. That's cool. I mean, but but still, I, I I'm with Bob Ryan. I mean, it's just there's no easy answers. You go back to the the MLB All Star game when when they tried making it said making it actually count for something. Right. Right. Remember that? Yeah. The, yeah. This when they was, tried to home field advantage in the no, World yeah, Series. Yeah. So this was like what's amazing, Kyrie, is that this was like a very very valuable thing. I mean, home field advantage in the World Series you're playing for, and and you like to think, and, and some, and it certainly made them try a little bit harder. But I will say this: at the same time, what people didn't understand about that dynamic was guys were on their private jets in the sixth inning. So you were basically saying, "Hey, this spring training game is for home field advantage." So good try, MLB, but it, it just didn't take. So, yeah. once again, you had a great tweet, and I'm going to get to this in a second, but I will give you my solution to this. I think, this is what I think, because you had Post Malone, you had Jewel, you had all these people, entertainers, like, before the game. This yeah, is what I mean, I th- yeah it's, it's all entertainment. Like, right. we're not here for the actual game. Yeah, no, well, that's there you go. So, my thing is, get these guys together and do a bunch of podcasts and do a bunch of talk shows. That's it. Like, that's it. That's what I want to see. I want to see personalities. I want to see these guys just get out there. I don't. And maybe you do something. I don't know cornhole or something. I don't know. 
But well, like, I don't know. Maybe you could do some like three on three tournaments, just like some like like short things, short or, things. Or, or something like that, instead of just but, one one big old game. And then maybe at the end, like whatever three on three, yeah, you have the duels between the best two three on three teams. Like maybe that could be fun because I I feel like people were talking about the like even all-star weekend being really dull until, I mean, so the three-point contest has kind of replaced the dunk contest in a lot of ways. And then you had all of a sudden, now everybody loves the dunk contest because Mac McClung went out and put on a show. And now it's like, oh my God, he saved the dunk contest. It was the best one I've seen in 10 years. <laughs> even though Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon was only seven years ago. But, but Mac McClung is such a great story that he kind of, resurrects like the talk about hey there's still good dunks out there to be done and and so I, I think that that part of it doesn't need to change necessarily but the game format I would support them doing something a little different yeah just do, just don't do the game like I said I, I this is all about personalities this is about showcasing the personalities it, you're right do something do the dunk contest do the three-point shooting contest do a skills competition whatever but then just have have a stage set up, and what's the LeBron show? What's is it? Uh, was it the barbershop? What, uh, what? He's got a couple. Yeah, the so shop? it's like the shop, and it's, it's also like he's also uninterrupted. That there, might be there part you of go. The same deal. There you go. Do that. Do, like, do do that. An and episode I'm, of the shop at uh, ha- at half court. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's, I mean, that would be better than playing that game that I saw with alternate alternate everybody on every All Star team. Just have a shop. Round up like with with both all star teams. There you go. Now we're on the trolley. Now see you and I were fixing this thing one one suggestion. There the we time. go. Pay so, pay us. Give us a cut when you I, do I, it. I like it that. Works. Well, well, maybe we'll do that here. I don't know. Wei dot com the shop. Um. All right. First and Fox Brothers the podcast. Kyrie does does an excellent job covering the Patriots. So we'll get to Patriots a little bit later. Like I said, I'm at I'm Rob Bradford. I'm at JetBlue Park. Joe Braverman is behind the glass. We can see you all lined up. Sam Kennedy is coming up at three. Also, I just found out Heim Bloom will be calling in at some point as well. Hey. So a, a cavalcade of stars. We'll get all the questions asked and answered. So there you go. This is a place you're going to want to be all the way to 6 o'clock. Mark and Darrow coming up for the last couple hours. But first, we get a trend. Your home of the Sox. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending Now is brought to you by Lee County Visitors and Convention Bureau. The Bruins are currently in the Garden, taking on the Ottawa Senators. Currently 1-1 at the first intermission. Jake DeBrusque made it 1-0, but then late in the period, Claude Giroux even things up at 1-1. The Celtics had a great All-Star game last night. As Team Giannis, coached by Joe Mazzulla, knocked off Team LeBron 184-175, Jason Tatum was named All-Star MVP with a record 55 points, including a single-game record 27 in the third quarter. Tatum now joins Larry Bird back in 1982 as the only Celtics to win All-Star Game MVP. Jalen Brown also had a good showing on the opposite end with a team-high 35 points and 14 rebounds. The Celtics will start... Back on action Thursday in Indiana, taking on the Pacers for the first of a three-game road trip. Tip-off set for 7 o'clock. In other NBA news, Russell Westbrook intends to be bought out by the Utah Jazz and will sign with the LA Clippers, this according to his agent Jeff Schwartz. And while the Red Sox continue to work in spring training, owner John Henry spoke to Jen McCaffrey of The Athletic and said there is, quote, false narratives surrounding the Sox and that reports of him getting booed at the Winter Classic were also false. Spring training games get underway for the Sox this Saturday against the Atlanta Braves. Hey Sox fans, it's time for spring training in Fort Myers. Join the team at JetBlue Park, then enjoy waterfront dining, explore parks and preserves and soak up the sunshine. Tickets are on sale now. Start planning at visitfortmyers.com. I am Joe Braverman and that's what's trending on WEEI and WEEI.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, let's go. Bradford Show on the Kyrie Thompson. I'm Rob Bradford. I'm at JetBlue Park in the broadcast booth where we'll be doing actual broadcast this time next week. Uh, games, spring training games. You're going to want to listen to it here at WEI because it's always a good time. Joe telling all kinds of good stories. Will telling all kinds of good stories. And me just along for the ride. Just watching the glorious game of baseball, Kyrie. But yes. Yes, we love baseball. Baseball's not boring. Oh, my goodness. Baseball isn't boring. It's, it's been, uh, you want to subscribe to the podcast. You want to subscribe to the socials. And Kyrie, here you go. First book plug, a damn near perfect game coming out February 28th. So there you go. I'm going out to Arizona, actually, this yeah. week. I love Arizona. I'm going out to a music festival, uh, Green Day, Eddie Vedder. It's a baseball-themed music festival. Yeah. So. Wow. It's like, and going all 90s, by the way. Like, just, just tremendously. As a matter of fact, I was just on Spotify what, yesterday, <laughs> and it was like a, a playlist of... 25 songs that explain the 90s and Basket Case from Green Day was number one <laughs> on the list. I, I kind of grew up with that. My parents most likely should not have allowed me to grow up on that song, but it is what it is. Oh, man. Green Day at Fenway was awesome. It was awesome. And uh, so anyway, I'm going out to this space. We're going to hawk some books out there and do some podcasts and stuff like that. But as promised, and also a programming note that Sam Kennedy is going to be swinging by the booth at three o'clock, and we do believe that Heim Bloom is going to call in at some point during the course of the show as well. So uh, if you want questions asked, hit me up on Twitter at Bradfo, and I will maybe ask the question. I got plenty of questions. I, there's plenty of questions to ask. I know these guys have been asked a ton of questions. I always, Kyrie, I'll say this is that I know that Heim he likes doing the podcast. Because it's just like it's not so segmented. It's, you're just talking. Right. There's a back and you you probably you've probably had a lot of people on first in Foxborough and doing your podcast who feel the same way. It's just a different dynamic, yeah. right? Yeah, it is. And I mean, I I like trying to keep it conversational, just entirely. And, and yeah, like there are sometimes, especially when you're crunched for time, where it's like, okay, like I've got a certain number of questions that I want to ask. But even then, it's like you're trying to segue from things that they just talked about and throw in other points like in the end it's supposed to be fun to to me anyway it's supposed to be fun it's supposed to be informative and you know i I find that when especially when you've got guys that are a little bit more reticent to talk and spill Mm. the beans like you you try to kind of soften things up massage it a little bit and sometimes you get interesting stuff Oh, listen, there's nothing better than talking about ketchup flavored potato chips with GMs. That that'll that'll get them. That get sounds the conversation like an loose. utter and complete abomination. Isn't it awful? So this is an actual thing in Canada though. This is an actual thing. Lay's has these ketchup flavored potato oh, chips. Oh no. And I saw them up in the press box in Toronto and I asked Alex and Nothopolis <laughs> The Atlanta Braves GM, who's from Canada, I said, dude, you got to tell me, like, how can you eat? And you know who also loves him is our guy, Ken Laird. Like, oh, he's, no. He's, he's always going. Yeah, I mean, oh. they are so disgusting. And it, it's sort of like, I don't I don't the even know. owls are of. not what they seem indeed. Good no. gracious, it's, Ken it's, Laird. Doesn't that sound awful? Yes. You know, you know what it reminds me of? 
is when I found out that Will Levis, the the quarterback from Kentucky who's coming into the draft this year, could be most likely going to be a top 10 pick. When I found out that he puts mayonnaise in his coffee, it's like you're a psychopath. I had a guttural guttural reaction It's like you're probably a serial killer. Oh, Oh, I'm sorry. That that is that is hideous. How do you not gag after having coffee and mayo? No, I'm sorry. Like like you you there's something wrong with you. Like they, I think if somebody scans your brain, they're gonna it's gonna be like in Dexter, right? Where, where they're just like it's like this is the brain of a psychopath. Here's your brain, Will. And it's like I, see, they're exactly the same. How do you even introduce that into your life? That that that's the nutty thing. I, well. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It's like, if, does do his parents do that? Like, does somebody he knows does that? I just oh, when I saw it, and I saw him college. do it. I saw a video of him putting it in there, and I'm like, I'm gonna go throw up now. Bye. Uh, oh, that's terrible. Oh, that's terrible. Well, you know what won't make everyone throw up? This show. It's gonna be awesome. Has been it's awesome. awesome. And so I'm gonna give you the option, Kyrie. I'm yep. gonna give you the option. We have a couple callers on I'll the pick board. An uh, or we can we could get to the college first, or we could get to your why Tatum chasing All Star MVP is a sign he can't lead a team to a title. My column, my column, <laughs> my colon, column. my my not my colon, all right, all right. my column colon Kyrie. Thompson. Gentlemen, make sure you get yours checked after a certain age. Uh, yes. good for your health. Um, you know what? I, I want some callers, y'all. I want right. to get I want to get y'all involved because I'm so thankful that you that you took some time to uh, call in on President's Day to hang out with us. All right, let's go to Kelly. Is Kelly and Amherst are still there. Kelly and Amherst are still there. Let's do it. Hey, Kelly, what's going on? What's up, guys? I'm still here. So, real quick on the potato chips. I think the problem. I mean, if you've had them and you don't like them, that's another thing. But just the thought of it. If it sounds like maybe if you poured ketchup on a potato chip yeah. and how gross that would be, but then use that back on, like, barbecue sauce. Barbecue potato chips are great, but if you never had them and you're thinking, well, I don't want to pour barbecue sauce on a potato chip, so it could just be more like a in-your-mind kind of thing. you got to try it out. It probably doesn't taste that much like ketchup. I'd, but that's, I'd the, that's the idea. That's the idea. I think that, you know, some people – I know some people, you know, you take a potato and you dip it into ketchup. Certainly, Matt D- Damon did it in the movie Martian, right? Correct. So it, it gives it a little flavor. That's fine. So I think that's the idea of it. But I can tell you, the I've I actually tried one of these. They're so bad, and yet so many people like them in Canada. It made me rethink everything. I thought nice things about Canada. But <laughs> uh, Kelly, Kelly, go ahead. Uh, enough is enough For about sure, the potato yeah. chips. A hundred percent. So I want to get in on the uh, face of Boston sports. I think, first of all, you got to wonder, are you talking like nationally? Are you talking to people around here? And so I think it means nationally, like who represents right. Boston yes. to the country, to the world. Number one, no question at this point is Jason Tatum. I would put number two, sadly, would be Bill Belichick. I would go number three would be uh, Jalen Brown. Oh, excuse me. Number three, I would say would be actually be Mac. And then number four, I would do Jalen Brown. Number five, take your pick. But, yeah, Jalen Brown is also on the ascent. I think his all-star performance was really great. And we know that he wanted that because he was burned that he didn't get in the all-star game recently. So that meant a lot. And I think it's going to also change a lot when the Celtics come home, bring home banner number 18 this year. Hey. I think that's going to propel both of them to even higher go-sees. That's all I got. All right. Kelly, Kelly and Amherst, thanks so much. Always good call. But here's the thing. The fact Kyrie – that he and I'm not saying that this list was wrong or or mis, dramatically misguided, but the fact that he listed Mac Jones as number three, like holy crap! Well, here, here's, here's, here's what here's what I'll say: We're not talking about necessarily faces in a good way, but when you think about the headlines that Mac Jones generates, like people around the league are interested, like around the NFL, and and I think just generally are interested. In Mac Jones, partly because of the whole Brady successor thing, but the the idea that he is like a crybaby and he's spoiled rich kid, whatever. I, I think there there have been so many miles gotten off of that that it has to make me think that a lot of people do look at Boston and still see like, oh yeah, it's you know the Patriots are still the number one ticket in town. And it's Bill Belichick and wait, who's Bill Belichick's? Uh, you know, quarterback right now. Oh, Mac Jones, the whiny guy who who blows up 
on national TV? <laughs> I, I think that there's an argument for that. It, again, it doesn't. Not all press is good press, but it is what it is. Here's, here's the weird thing, though, and I think this is an obvious. I'm not arguing with what you're saying, but this is definitely a product of the sport, of the league, of the team. Yeah, it's because, not. It's not like oh, Mac Jones is great. No, and he's 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 got a dud of a personality. I, the 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 most notable part of his personality is being sort of a whiny, spoiled rich kid. And I'm not saying he is, but that's the perception. Am I wrong? I mean, that's sort of the perception of what he is. And I, again, I want to make this clear: I do not think he's that way. No, I, I think that he is a guy that has to fi- have had to fight a lot of things and work real hard to get where he was. Hey. But but the but the why but the, the sort of the whininess. So in other words, if he is a pitcher on the Red Sox. If he is a shooting guard for the Celtics, whatever it is, it's it's he is not that he is not number three in Kelly Namhurst's list. Yeah, That's my point. Confused. Yeah, and and you know what? <laughs> right? No, absolutely. It it's it's more of a product of again the uniform that he wears, the sport that he plays, as opposed to him being, you know, an, an amazing personality or, or like so, somebody that people think is really entertaining. And it also says a lot about. Boston sports more broadly. Yes. The fact that I mean Jason Tatum is a no brainer. Yes. And, and that's fine. But but even him, right? Like if you if you were asking that question a few years ago, Jason Tatum might maybe be on your top five. But like if if it, if you're talking like when David Ortiz was playing, like oh. there's no way he's de- like displacing David Ortiz. Oh. He's not displacing Tom Brady, right? So it, it it's because of his stardom, but he, Jason Tatum also isn't like the most bubbly personality either. So I guess what I'm saying is, he's he is that n- the number one spot on that list because of how good he is at basketball, but not because of any combination of anything else. Which and that's not a knock on Jason Tatum no. mm-hmm. at all. I like I kind of like my superstars to just be like, you know what, I'm just gonna get do it. I'm not gonna say a whole lot. One of my favorite players in any sport of all time is Marshawn Lynch, who's literally like, I'm just here so I won't get fined. <laughs> so yeah, that's I mean, how I, I feel. Yeah, no, I don't argue with it. And it goes back to what we were saying a couple of years ago. We were saying Xander Bogarts was in the conversation. And when we did that argument, Kyrie, you know who else was there? Cam Newton. So, I mean, Cam Newton had done nothing. But Cam Newton played quarterback for the New England Patriots, was a personality, was a big personality. The ultimate personality. Right. Like he, it, he, his personality is gravity. Like in and of itself, he is like the cent- He is the the core of a planet and draws everything in towards him. All right, so let's keep the calls coming. John in Portland, Oregon. What's going on, John? How you doing? Hi, uh, I'm uh, I'm actually in Lake Oswego, which is just south of Portland. Oh, nice, big deal. But uh, I the only thing I follow in in baseball is the Red Sox. Uh, I went to college. I grew up in in Oregon, first in Eugene. And um, uh, in the late 60s, uh, I was going to school in Boston, and I got hooked on the Red Sox. And it, uh, w- what's happening this year, and I listened to your program yesterday. It's hard to watch it or listen to it from here, but I, I like to when I can. Um, when you were talking about the uh, – dubious uh, history or, 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 or what we accept or expect to have this year, it got me re- uh, remembering the 70, the 67 impossible dream year where mm. think about how many stars we had on that team compared to this year's team. You know, we had Yaz and that was basically it. And in pitching, we had, uh, Lomborg, and that was about it. We had some other players earlier in the year, like Tony C, but he got wiped out that season by that horrible. One of the reasons I've always hated the uh, Yankees was because of that. Um, and really, the only other player of note from somebody growing up in Eugene, Oregon, was Jose Tartable, because when I was a kid, he played for the Eugene Emeralds, which was like I don't know, level D or something like that. But that team uh, with basically one great hitter and one great pitcher, I guess he was a great pitcher for one year, basically. Well, um, John, we got to get going, but I appreciate yeah. the call. 
Um, there you go. The impo- the two, 2023 Red Sox, the impossible dream. I would say the, the first thing I would do to sort of pick a hole in that comparison, there was like five teams. There was like, there, there was like, I mean, you had, you have all these teams with all this talent and so forth and so on. But before we go to a break, I do want to get in Jeff in Watertown, my good friend Jeff in Watertown. Hey, hey Jeff. Hey, Bradford. Hey, Kyrie. Um, I, I, you know, first thing, just on the basketball thing, hearing that, um, that Tatum was the first guy, you know, you know, he and Larry Bird were the only two MVPs of an All Star game. And you think about that 82 All Star game, and that was when, the NBA was trying to reestablish itself. It was trying to get credibility back. Um, and those, those, those all-star games were great all-star games. And you had, you know, you had Magic and you had Larry and you had Dr. J and you had everybody was trying to, you know, jockey for position and, and get, you know, the, the, the minds of uh, the public. And it was just, you know, what a difference. Like, to think about, you know, 82 and last night, it's just a different world. Yeah. 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 That's just an, obs- you know, just an observation. But, Beth, I wanted to ask you, well, two quick things. One is, how do you think Xander's going to handle going into San Diego? It sounds like there's a real mess in that clubhouse. It sounds like there's a lot of tension. It sounds like there's going to be, you know, a divided clubhouse. That's, it's it's going to be a different world for him uh, compared to. You know what? You know what helps. You know what helps if you win. Uh, Two hundred eighty million dollars. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you That's win, if, if you win, I think that uh, you know, a lot of things are solved and everyone gets along. But 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 I wanted to ask you about the Japanese. The, the I, I never get his name right. But the the, the new young Japanese player we got, Yoshida. Um, first of all, I assume they don't have a, a pitch clock in Japan, and I assume that there's no rules about shifting. Um, and do you think like dealing with that along with all the other adjustments? I mean, I I I, I never trust what what people say about Japan. Uh, you know, playing in Japan as opposed to playing here. But do you think that's going to be an additional? How do you think he's going to adapt to that? Well, I think I think it, I think it's it's a lot easier as a hitter. Uh, you saw when Sawamura came over. I remember doing those spring training games. He was bouncing it like five feet in front of the plate all the time. Yep. And you saw Kodai Senga for the Mets, and he was doing the same thing the other day. Different ball, different mound. You know, I think with the hitters a little bit different. So, but I'll say this, Jeff: he better be good, man. Like he better be good. Like, like he's supposed to be the leadoff hitter. He's the guy they gave a five-year contract to. He better be good. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right, well, at least we're talking right. baseball. Hey, appreciate right, you, Jeff. There you, go, there you go, Jeff. All right. Well, I still haven't gotten to your your Twitter column. Yeah, well, I, I I think that uh, you know that that the first part of that call was a really interesting way of putting that. Like, I think that um, when it yeah, so so we probably don't have enough time to get into it right now, but with the All Star games, right, nineteen eighty two versus now. I think that's a good way to to set things up because back then the NBA was kind of flagging. Like people were wondering if the league was going to survive long term because it wasn't that profitable. And then you had Larry Bird and Magic Johnson and that rivalry kind of re-spark interest in, in the league more broadly. And then Michael Jordan comes along and obviously takes it to a whole nother level and really kicks off the NBA becoming you know billions of dollars in, in revenue and such and where it is today and and yeah now now it's entirely different but some of it is because that league was born in a way out of or, or like that that all-star time that period of nba basketball was desperation oh yeah it, it was this, do we even know that this league is gonna make it and then it's being built up by these two marketable stars, right? The the you know gruff, surly, you know hitch, you know Hick from French Lick, you know come, going out there just with, with the bulldog attitude. The Celtics winning every, you know, titles all the time, and then Magic Johnson, who's just this electric personality in the Showtime Lakers and all that. And now you fast forward to, I mean, that's nineteen eighty two. So that's thirty years, no, forty years, forty years mm-hmm. now. The NBA is established. Oh yeah. Guys are making 40, 50 million dollars a year, right? And and some in the star of the NBA right now, I mean Le- LeBron Le- LeBron James, even though he's towards the end of his career now, he is one of the probably three most recognizable athletes and and one of probably like the 10 most recognizable public figures in the world. Like that's the scale that we're talking about now, and I feel like that difference is really big in explaining why 
the you know these players approach the All Star game and approach contracts and the way that they play the way that they do. You you made me remember one All Star game and there a lot of different All Star game memories in the NBA, but one the one where Magic Johnson came back from HIV. Remember, yeah, and he won the, the all. Uh, was that nineteen ninety? He won the all. He won the All Star Game M- MVP. Oh no! I mean, I if it you like ninety five or ninety six. Yeah, if you if you talk about the importance of of an All Star game and actually to win the MVP, I mean it wasn't got it wasn't like last night in that game. It wasn't like here Magic going for ten straight dunks. It wasn't like that. It was an actual, still an actual game. He goes out when the MVP. To your point, it sort of helps define a lot of things about that time. Um, but that's what that did. It's a great point by you. Another great point by you. I'm going to read this tweet again. Why Tatum chasing all-star MVP <laughs> is a sign he can't lead a team to a title. My column, colon, Kyrie Thompson. We're going to talk about that coming up. There you go. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All right, let's do it. Bradford Show. I'm Rob Bradford, live from JetBlue Park in Fort Myers. Kyrie Thompson, my guy, WEI.com, yep. first in Foxborough podcast, dominating all things Patriots. He's back in the studio and uh, programming notes. Sam Kennedy coming up at the top of the hour. He will be with me in this broadca- aforementioned broadcast booth. And, and, and if that wasn't enough, Heim Bloom will be calling in at 4 o'clock. So if you have questions, legitimate questions, hit me up at, at Bradfoe, and uh, I may or may not ask him. Bradfoe single-handedly trying to reignite all the excitement <laughs> for Red Sox Nation. Though th- Then again, I mean... You, you you could perhaps uh, pick a different way to do it than than uh, excite anger, wrath. Yeah, let's go ahead and have the executives on so that we can pillory them. The, the passion is bubbling to the surface, and we will get to the whole John Henry thing too. Um, <laughs> yeah. And 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 obviously, after Sam stops on by, I do want to get into the NFL draft a little bit with you yes, as sir. well. But I will say this. Um, as you mentioned, I do with this Baseball Isn't Boring podcast, daily podcast, national baseball podcast for Odyssey, and Jorge Alfaro. Are you familiar with Mr. Jorge Alfaro? No, I am not. So Jorge Alfaro, his nickname is Aquaman because he looks like Jason Momoa from Aquaman. Oh, that's excellent. Yeah, and with the hair and everything else. Twice. He had two, two different interviews. One with me. Is, uh, I did about a seven-minute short podcast with him. And then he did another one with oh, the scrum. Oh, I see it. Yeah. And okay, both, I see it. Yeah, both of them, both of them, he drops, baseball isn't boring. I mean, I felt like I owed him $10. Like, it, like, it, like, what, like this guy, he immediately, he came in, and I don't know if someone told him to do it, but he's just shouting baseballs and boring from the mountaintops in every interview. So what I'm saying is he's my favorite player. Yes. So there, yes. there you go. Um, okay. So why Tatum chasing all-star MVP is a sign he can't lead a team to a title. My column by Kyrie Thompson. Let's go. Here, let's hear your column. Yes. Let's go ahead and hear my column. Over the last couple of days and and weeks, we have heard a number of takes about Jason Tatum and his inability, basically, to, in some people's minds, walk and chew gum at the same time, which, how dare Jason Tatum want to score 40 points in a game instead of resting his body for the playoffs? Or, how dare Jason Tatum want to win MVP, dare even mention that he wants to win MVP 
you know, when when he should be talking only about winning championships because that's what Larry Bird would have done or that's what XYZ great player from 40 years ago would have done as if that actually matters. And so I, as I saw that, you know, I'm dropping 55 points in the All-Star game, All-Star game MVP, record for most points scored in an All-Star game, breaking Anthony Davis' record from a couple of years ago. And I just found myself thinking, I can't wait for somebody to say, well, look at how hard Tatum was playing in the All-Star game and all his shot jacking, and I bet you that's going to lead to bad habits. And well, may- maybe he maybe he should have sat down and, and, again, rested his body, and him and Jalen Brown are going out there risking their bodies in a meaningless game. To me, again, he's the most recognizable face in Boston sports right now. He's the biggest star in Boston sports. And I just feel like, and, and this, this was me just feeling it in the moment, that do we know, like again, like what I said to you earlier, do we even like having stars if all we're going to sit up there and do is make up ridiculous headlines about them and, and make these weird character judgments about them because, oh, my God, they might be motivated to get individual awards. You know what sticks out to me is Michael Jordan in The Last Dance. On multiple occasions, you can go on YouTube and you can find uh, Michael Jordan takes things personally. And it's like an eight minute <laughs> like video of all the times Michael Jordan was just like, yeah, this personal slight motivated me to destroy somebody. And it'd be like, yeah, what what uh, motivated you in the 1998 season? Carl Malone getting MVP, you know, like or like in the <laughs> NBA finals that year. It, it, so apparently, uh, you know, Michael Jordan. Uh, the greatest winner of all time did actually care about MVP shocking or, or like Charles Barkley getting MVP in 1993. Like you think these guys don't care about that, about being able to say I'm the MVP of the league or I can drop 40 on you any night, but that saying that stuff doesn't mean they want to win titles. I'm sorry, man. Like, so if you haven't gotten this by now, my tweet was satire Mm. and I'm just like, I'm, it's driving me insane, Bradfoe. It really is. Because, again, you can be a great player who wants to be able to say, I'm the baddest dude out there. But in the end, you mean to tell me that any one of these dudes wouldn't trade an MVP for an NBA title if given the opportunity to do that? You think that if, if Jason Tatum wins the M- if, if he wins finals MVP and his team wins the NBA title, that he's going to care that much about the actual league MVP? No, because he's going to be a world champion. I like it. I like it. That's that's a lot of passion. And you know what? Congratulations. You're not wrong. You're not wrong, Kyrie. You there, Kyrie? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm here. I'm cooling down. All right. Because right. I, 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 I got the lather the, up right now. So the, if, I, if I'm going to be quiet for a couple of minutes, you know, it's me needing to get my blood okay. pressure down. In the words of Ricky Bobby's father, lower the heart rate. Um, so I will say this. You're right, number one, um, is particularly in basketball. Because in basketball, in order to win a championship, you need the best players. More so, I mean, like the best players, like singular best player, or players two, or possible three. That's how you win. You need those guys. It's not like Hoosiers this do four passes, and we're going to uh, gritty and uh, grit and guile and guts. We're going to beat the other team all the way to the NBA championship. You need the guy that Jason Tatum aspires to be. That's what he aspires to be. And I get it. Like, I understand. All these guys, they want to be perceived among their peers as the best. That is important. There's no question about it. There's an ego thing. There's a marketing thing. It's, that's the way of this this athlete, no question. I mean, in, in baseball terms, you look at Rafael Devers. Rafael Devers, when he was talking contract, he didn't want to be compared to third baseman. He wanted to be compared to all the players. Yes. Forget about top 10 third yeah. baseman, top 10 players. That's what the, how these guys are wired. But in basketball, it's even better because, you, Kyrie, you tell me if I'm, I'm wrong. You cannot win without the MVP level guys, MVP level guys. I'm talking about top five, maybe top 10. And by the way, you need a couple of them. Yeah. It's, That's it's important. Like the, the Detroit Pistons of like what 2004 might've been the last team that really did that. And I mean, you, you, you talk about that, right? The, the San Antonio Spurs, when they were winning in that period of time, they had like three of those dudes. And then the Celtics, right? They had their big three. And then LeBron, 
that year when when they won in in 2016, it's like they they had Kyrie and Kevin Love. They weren't at that caliber that LeBron was because he was just on something different. But they they were top players. They were probably both all three of them top 25 players together, and they were going up against quite possibly the greatest overall team ever assembled. Well, to that point, and then they went and assembled the greatest team the next year with Kevin Durant. I mean, like that's what it is now. You can't just win with one dude anymore. How many times have we seen LeBron drag, but like that 2018 team that that went against the finals in Golden State, barely that tarnished LeBron's legacy. They had, oh my goodness, who even was on that team? George Hill was starting for that team. George Hill's a good player, but he ain't that. J.R. Smith was starting for that team. Who was the guy? Uh, my God. Oh, Anderson Verichow. Verichow, right? yeah, back yeah. in the day, yeah. But, I mean, uh, I mean yeah. come on, man. That that doesn't work anymore. You need stars. So to to me, it, it's it's insane to look at Jason Tatum wanting to be an MVP, which you know he might not win it this year because Jokic is is crazy. Like if he if he wins three straight times, some people might not like it, but I mean the dude's playing incredible basketball. It is what it is. But people get mad at the idea that you know oh a team player who who wants to win titles also wants to win individual awards and and part of me is thinking have you competed for anything in your life and you're over here making that take cuz i'm sorry that would be me too like yeah First and foremost, I want to win a title, but you better believe I want to say I'm better than you too. Oh yeah, and, and listen, you don't think that being the number one pick in that draft meant something to Tatum? Of course it did. Of course it did, and it should. You want to be you want to be the big dog. You want to be the number one guy among your peers. So we do have Sam Kennedy coming in, but I want to ask you this, Kyrie, because you take a little bit of a break. What I want you to do because we're going to talk about the draft, the NFL stuff after, and I'm going to dovetail it with what we're talking about. So the, we talk about superstars and the quest for superstars and the quest to find that guy on the Patriots who can say that I want to be the best. And I'm not talking about Mac Jones. Obviously, he wants to be the best, but a guy who realistically has a chance of being the best. I want you, Kyrie, if you can, when we come back, to identify the guy that the Patriots should draft that you say, that's a star. You know? And and obviously, Cole Strange isn't that guy, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm not talking about the guard that you're going to pick in, in the f- first and second round. Like, I... Because I nobody knows the draft better than you. You are awesome at this. I love the fact that, that I think I was on with you last year when the draft happened and you're rattling off Pierre Strong and all these other guys and giving the what's what with Jones. is great. So you know your stuff. But you have to identify the guy that they can pick. They need a star. Who is going to be this star? Well, can you do that? That's good. I'm going to do it. I'm going to sit right. up there. I'm going to ruminate. I think I already know who I want. All right. All right. Well, double check. But in the meantime, Sam Kennedy, uh, president of the Boston Red Sox, is going to swing by here. The broadcast booth here at JetBlue Park. I'm Ron Bradford. This is the Bradford Show. Be back with Sam right after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.